Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I am 48 years young today, and to be completely honest, I do not feel young. I feel the age hitting me like a, I was going to say a Mack truck, but that's um, that's kind of an 80s reference. Mack and Peterbilt's are old um, um, diesel trucks that were popular in the 80s uh, today. You probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Proof of how old I feel. I don't know, maybe a uh, Toyota truck. A oh, I know um, that uh, Elon Musk electric truck. That's how uh, me running into one of those is what I feel like as far as um, hitting forty-eight. You know what's weird is somewhere around forty, you wake up and you realize things are different. Um, just, you know, the, just biology, like your, your body, the way it moves, um, you don't recover as fast, you know, you start noticing things like that. And then by the time, then you forget and it kind of becomes the norm. And then I think around this age, around 48, maybe 50, um, you get a, another reminder that, uh, you have been on this planet for a while, and uh, you are starting to wear out. Now, that being said, I feel like um, emotionally and uh, spiritually and kind of uh, uh, quality of lifey, like all of that, I feel um, the best I've ever felt. I feel less panic. I feel um, like... There is no problem so big that it's going to cause me to, you know, believe the sky is falling, right? Um, of course, I still have anxiety and all that. But, I mean, as a 48-year-old, um, you've been through some things. And um, you're just uh, – what it takes to get you to throw chairs is a lot, <laughs> you know. So um, I've chosen to see my – 48 years on this planet uh, as more of tree rings, a lot of life lessons and revelations, uh, more so than focusing on um, not being as strong or fast, you know, or taking multiple days to recover after a hard workout. The same workout I used to, you know, do twice a day today, it takes uh, three, four days just to recover from. Anyway, Let's talk about um, some of my revelations. I do this every year, whether it's via blog or audio, um, just kind of reflecting back on, on my past year and uh, jotting down some revelations. Now, if you um, read my Instagram post, um, this podcast will go deeper on on these revelations. So hopefully you're not just uh, hearing me read something. All right, number one, life is not short, it's actually long. We have plenty of time to reinvent ourselves many times over. 
Now, I know you've heard this, but I really believe it's true. I feel like I've had two lives. I've had two careers. Um, You know, for me, the first half of my life was just exploration and failing and getting back on the horse and um, a lot of chasing. The second half of my life has been more um, a lot of the seeds that I planted now bearing fruit. That second part of my life, uh, emotionally, I've matured so much, uh, learning a lot about love and relationships and, 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 and just being more calm and having a sense of self. And I got to say, uh, the second part of my life has been a <laughs> hundred times better than the first part of my life. But I also believe that the second part of my life um, would not be the way it is unless I went through the first part of my life, right? I think you have to go through a tunnel to come out the other end um, with different a different perspective and insight. You know, the, the evolution um, comes through the grind and if you have never never gone through anything uh difficult or challenging then there's there's no rebirth you know and i think that it requires a rebirth you got to cross that great divide to then look back and say oh i'm in such a better place today you know whether that's mentally emotionally intellectually financially whatever all right number two no one will hate you forever, and if they do, it's easier to see that it wasn't you. I uh, think back at uh, relationships, um, mostly you know uh, people that I've been romantic with, and I always feel like, ah, oh, this person hates me. This person hates me, and I, I, um, and maybe you can relate to this. I, I just wish that no one hated me, you know. <laughs> and I even have friends where I'm sure that uh, because we've drifted, they have feelings toward me, or you know how it ended. And of course, this is a choice. I do not have proof that no one will hate you forever. But I believe that um, with time comes forgiveness. Uh, with time comes, um, you know, the, the people that um, have anger, resentment to, uh, towards you, that have grudges. I think it just fades, you know. Um, people stop feeding into it, you know. And if they don't, if it's still a giant bonfire instead of a pilot light, then to me, it's just proof that they haven't gone anywhere. You know, speaking of tunnels, like they haven't had their rebirth or, 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 or evolution. And uh, at, at least for me, then it, then I feel compassion. I feel like, oh, that's where they're at. I accept that. Um, anyway, I choose to believe that no one will hate you forever. It's just easier to live that way. Number three, um, I still have things blocking me and I don't know where to start. I don't know what it is that's blocking me. It's not so much, I mean, it's nothing obvious. I just believe I've got things um, happening in my subconscious. I mean, I guess we all do, right? I mean, um, and, and, and also it doesn't matter how much work you've done on yourself. It's, it's, um, it's hard to f- turn over every rock and know what is blocking you. You know, whether it's uh, with love or career, just just your potential in general. And uh, as I turn 48, as I get older, um, I start thinking about what I want to leave behind, you know, like what kind of dent can I make before I go? And so I've been thinking about what's blocking me. And I think for me, the next thing is it's going to be more of a a spiritual conversation, you know, instead of just uh, limited beliefs. 
All right, next one. Slow and curious is always the better choice, and that's probably not for everyone, but at least for me because I'm high strung. I'm uh, impulsive. Um, I'm impatient. I mean, I'm an Aries, so I just uh, whenever I turn my dial to slow and curious, um, not just in the bedroom. Whenever I turn my dial to slow and curious in life, it's just better. I make better choices. I make smarter choices. You know, I don't regret. I don't look back and think, oh, shit, I should not have done that. Or, you know, um, slow and curious, I think, is, is, is the better way. Although not the easier way. Okay. Next one. There are so many things happening that you can't see, and you, so you got to trust the unfolding. Oh, man, this is a big one. Uh, most of my life, because I couldn't see things that were happening, I would be uh, depressed, frustrated. I would have a lot of anxiety. I would you know, try to take life by the horns and try to like wrangle and wrestle life, and it, it was much stronger than me. And so I always felt um, depowered. I always felt powerless, you know. And one thing that I've realized in the last few years is uh, there are things happening. We just can't see them, you know. And uh, it's a choice to believe this, but life is so much bigger when you believe this. You're able to let go, you know. If you if you know that things are happening, whether it is career-oriented or um, maybe things are happening inside you that you're not aware of, you know. Um, some kind of evolution, some kind of uh, um, shedding, right? Maybe they're, um, that you're going through something internally that you're not aware of. Um, you got to trust that because things are going to unfold and pan out and um, whatever you're going through is going to pass, you know? It's just the way that life is. And so when you believe things are happening, um, there's movement. You're not stuck. Right. And so for me, uh, just it's just something that I, I remind myself is that um, just because I don't see it doesn't mean that, you know, there's no movement, that things are not happening. Just because you don't see people talking shit about you doesn't mean that it's happening. It is happening every day. I'm just kidding. OK. Sorry. Um, oh, here's another one. I finally let go of the fact that I'm a 32 inch waist. So for men, it seems like 32, I don't know about women, but for men, the 32-inch waist is kind of like the standard, right? Most, I wouldn't say most, but that's kind of the ideal uh, waist size. And um, when I eat these days, I have to unbutton my pants um, because I'm in denial that my waist is actually a 33 because I don't want to be a 33. I want to be a 32. I'm also not the tallest guy, so... Shit, you know, I, I don't want my um, my um, my uh, uh, waist to, to be <laughs> bigger than the my uh, was it inseam. So I've accepted the fact that I am a thirty three. Now that when I buy pants um, online, I just click on thirty three because uh, when I do the thirty two, um, sometimes it'll fit perfect, and then if I accidentally dry them once they're too tight and life is too short for pants that are too tight and so if i'm gonna wear pants i'm okay with getting a 33 
Okay, next one. I love this one. This one's brand new. This one, um, I, I, I just had this revelation after interviewing someone on a podcast. This is like a week old. It's fresh. This one is right out of the oven. Okay. If you have gone somewhere dark and have come back, injected by a new spirit that lend, and, and lenses, uh, you, you are an angel. You have earned wings through your journey, and this new you will impact others, whether you know it or not. Whether you like it or not, this is what angels look like on this planet. Normal humans with a character arc. This came from a interview where, um, and I hope you listen to it because it's, it was such a powerful interview, where he uh, was contemplating suicide. And uh, a miracle happened as he put the gun um, under his chin. Uh, it's an amazing story. Um, and I believe that person, through his uh, uh, transformation and, and uh, things that happened in his life, is now he's, uh, he's an angel, like whether he's aware of it or not. His story, his way of being, the way that he sees the world after um, his suicide attempt has made him has, has given him a, a halo in a way, like he's different, you know, spiritually different. And I think that just him being on this planet, um, he's uh, affecting other people. And I, I think this is what, what angels look like on earth, uh, besides dogs. I think dogs are all, I think all dogs are angels on this planet. Uh, I think Bukowski said that. But um, as far as humans, um, humans that that have gone through the most, and but you actually have to come back, right? You can't go into a dark place, and, and like you can't have an addiction, stay there, and claim you're an angel. <laughs> you have to actually recover, heal, you know, go through your rebirth, and something about you has to change internally, and uh, within that, I think there has to be a a, a spiritual transformation, and when that happens. Um, you become a vessel. You become greater than you. And I think um, that turns you into an angel. Okay, next one. We're not meant to do or have anything. We're desperately trying to force. This is kind of the story of my life, trying to force things. And now I believe that uh, if you are forcing too much, um, if you're trying to, you know, push that round peg into the square hole, um, it's not meant. It's just not meant to be. And I find that uh, we do a lot of forcing, and I think uh, that just creates anxiety. It's one of the th- reasons why we're so miserable, you know, whether we're trying to force a relationship or, um, uh, you know, force, I don't know, a, a certain career path or for force... Um, ourselves into a 32 waist pair of pants um when you're desperately trying to force things in life it just it wasn't meant to be and if you believe this it's so easier to let go right next one i need to pray more yes uh i um i want to be a more spiritual person and not that you know uh, being spiritual just means uh, prayer but um it's something i haven't done in a long time um and I used to pray when I was younger, but I feel like I, I, I feel like I prayed because I thought I had to. I don't think it was coming from an authentic place. So um, that's one thing I'm going to do more of is, is pray. Okay, next one. Depth is greater than width, and this is just a general um, 
statement. So whether we're talking about social media or human collisions or, you know, having coffee with a coffee and conversation with your friend, um, go deeper instead of wider, whatever that looks like for you. All right. The next one, as I take a sip of my coffee, I don't love coffee anymore and I don't know what to do with that. Um, in the last six months, uh, coffee has kind of grossed me out and I, I, I got, I got to be honest. Uh, I don't, I didn't know I would ever say that. I mean, I used to be obsessed with coffee. I mean, I would drink four or five cups a day. I'm very picky with my coffee. I love pour overs. Coffee was such nectar. And these days I just kind of use coffee to wake up. It's, um, it's, it's, I just had this revelation that I'm not really enjoying it. And I think the, the takeaway there is that nothing's forever. And, um, you know, your, your taste buds can change and, and, uh, yeah, you, you could one day not like something that you used to love and you may be confused by that, but, uh, it's just another sign that we are always changing. Next one, string cheese is underrated. It is. When's the last time you had string cheese? Probably when you were like 12, go to the grocery store. Next time at the grocery store, buy some string cheese and um, let me know. What do you think? Um, don't just bite it like like it's beef jerky. Um, pull it, pull it, pull this, pull it. So stringy. It's a, it's an interesting texture. I mean, okay, think about it. W- what other food do you eat that is um, stringy like that? That that's why I think it's underrated. It's so unique, you know. The other thing is I think it kind of tugs on the the kid in us, and I I love that. All right, uh, so string cheese is underrated, and chickens are overrated. Um, We are sadly giving our chickens away to a better home. Uh, uh, The chickens are going on an acre of land to a friend's house because, uh, I'll be honest with you, they shit so much. I got to hose down the side of my house three, four times a day, and these shits— you know, I, I thought chickens shit like birds. They shit like dogs. They are the heaping piles of shit every day. And, and you know, you can't train them. So there's just shit everywhere. So um, it's the ROI is horrible. It's not worth the eggs. And by the way, you're getting one egg a day. And also, if you have had the chickens since they were chicks, they kind of become pets and it kind of it, like... I, I actually don't eat the eggs. It kind of grosses me out. It's not what I thought. Chickens are overrated. All right. Um, oh, and here's the other thing. If you love eating chickens, like I love chick, like you know, chickens. I I just it's one of my favorite foods. Um, it's very confusing when you have them as pets, because uh, then when you, when you're eating a chicken, like you're just like, oh, this is weird. Um, so that's the other reason we're kind of getting rid of our chickens. The internet is a really scary place now, and this is no joke, partly because of uh, cancel culture and how people are hiding behind their phones. And um, um, Man, my first experience of this is, uh, I think, a a few months ago, uh, I posted something about beige underwear and uh, being like a a non-negotiable, right? Uh, And that was a post that I posted. It was a, a, a repost. So it was something that I posted many years ago, and people just kind of thought it was funny, and I was kind of half serious, half joking. And then this time around when I reposted it, holy shit, I got um, 
a lot of angry women saying, don't t- fucking tell me what kind of underwear to wear. And I get that. I, I understood that. I, 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 don't, I didn't word it right. You know, I was careless in my wording. But um, I understood, though, uh, in that experience what it's like for, like, people to um, come at you on the Internet. And then I was thinking, shit, man, I can't imagine other people who have had, um, you know, um, people that are angry at what they're saying and then – even though it's the internet, you know, there's real people behind these profiles and these comments. Um, they can really hurt you, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it impacted me. Anyway, I know there's a lot of that going on. Um, next one, I said this earlier before. I am trying to see age as tree ring- rings. Um, next one, this one's big. It's never about what you think it's about. I just think this is a life rule. It's never about what you think it's about, whether it's that fight, whether it's what's unfolding in your life. Um, the universe is just, and I don't think that it's a tricky thing. I don't think that, you know, God, the universe is trying to trick you. I think um, it makes life magical, you know. It, it makes life um, not obvious, you know. And it's interesting that um, when something happens to you or you meet someone or whatever, that you have a fight and you realize, oh, it wasn't about that. It was about this. Like, to me, that's what makes a great story, you know, the subtext. And so, yeah, I think it's good. Next one, we set our own traps. You can relate to this, right? And then the next one is, but we also have the key. All right, I'm almost done. Just a couple more. Next one, I really miss stick shifts and fear they will be extinct very soon. So I'm a gearhead. Um, grew up with a, 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 um, into cars, uh, modifying cars. You know, um, in the '90s, my brother and I grew up um, racing RX-7s and. Um, you know, that whole, uh, uh, a little bit of Fast and Furious kind of world, and um, it was so much fun. I've always been a gearhead. Um, and then, of course, I kind of grew up and, um, you know, bought an SUV. <laughs> Thought that's what you're supposed to do when you get married, and um, then I got into motorcycles a little bit, um, but I really miss having a stick shift car because they don't really make them anymore. I think Porsches still make stick shifts, but... Um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like, like cars are too, I think they're too, um, there's too much technology. Like there's a, there's a, uh, an M5 that when you turn, it's a BMW, when you turn the corner, the seat actually closes in and holds you, <laughs> which is kind of a cool feeling, I guess. But I don't, there's something about that that bothers me. It's like, don't hold me. I don't need you to make me feel comfortable. I want to, you know, I want to take the thing around the corner and just get thrown around. I don't need safety. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it triggers uh, my mom trying to control me. I hear my mom telling me to wear my seatbelt when I see the image of uh, the M5 driver's seat closing in, holding you tighter as you turn to take a corner. Anyway, I miss the stick shift. I miss downshifting and revving and all of that. And um, everything now is like automatic and electric. And I get all that, but 
I want a stick shift soon, hopefully. Okay, next one, yes is also a complete sentence. And what I mean by this is we want to say yes to a lot of things that we believe we deserve, and there's a but right after it. So it's just good to know that sometimes you say yes, end it with a period, and uh, know that you deserve whatever you are saying yes to. And the last one, um, and this one's really, I think it's powerful, at least for, for me, it's changed my lenses, and that is uh, the answers are in our story. When we don't have answers, we don't know where to look. Usually we look outside of ourselves in our story. Um, I think that life is beautiful in that way, you know, that our, the answers are in our story. And also, if you believe that, it means that your story has purpose. It means that what you went through has meaning, you know. And, and so that makes sense. That, like that makes everything come full circle. And it also allows you to not rip out chapters, you know, not have regrets and know that you went through things for a reason. So if you're looking for answers, instead of looking for things outside of self, review your story, what you've been through, who you were, who you are, and um, that's where you'll find answers. Anyway, thank you for listening to this. And uh, as I swim toward 50, um, thank you for um, whether you uh, read my blogs, get my texts, um, or if you're in the lab and you um, engage and uh, 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 with me and my team live, um, or you just listen to my podcast, just thank you for um, going on this journey with me. And um, I hope uh, you are building a meaningful life, and I hope that uh, um, I've been helpful in some way, whether it was uh, a word or um, something I said or maybe one of my books, um, it's a privilege, um, to just, you know, help in any way. It's a privilege to be of service. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, It's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development. ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.